Elhamdülillah Elhamdülillahi lezî bi ni'amihi tatummu s-salihât Elhamdülillahi lezî qaddara kulla ma huwa âtin ve kulla ma huwa fât Nes'aluhu azze ve celle mucibâti rahmetih Nes'aluhu l-fawza bil-cenne ve necâta minel-nâr We pray to him to shower his mercy and his blessings upon all the prophets and upon Prophet Muhammad, may peace be upon all of them. Dear brothers and sisters, Assalamu alaikum. My khutbah today, inshallah, will be about how do we deal with the difficult and challenging time? This is a part of our life and of course it's no secret that you know since March we have we are going through unprecedented time and inshallah today I will try to make us through the lenses of the Quran try make us make sense of what we experience you know why 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 do we endure and go through such experiences and I'll start with one verse chapter 84 verse 6 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim يَا أَيُّهَا الْإِنسَانُ إِنَّكَ كَادِحٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ كَدَحًا فَمُلَاقِيهِ O human being, O mankind, you will strive on this journey of life, facing difficulties, and الْكَدَح means extreme, extreme difficulties, extreme hardship, until you meet your Lord. So the overarching reality that we should embrace and understand that life is not walk in the park and it's not for this man or that man this lady or that lady but it is mankind and the Quran builds on this overarching um, uh, announcement of how life so the expectation is very clear the Quran goes and breaks it down from macro to micro by telling us that you will be tried, you will be tested. And the Quran gives us you'll be tested with loss of life, sickness, loss of jobs, loss of accomplishments, loss of dear ones, of fear, of hunger. The Quran gives in, on a macro level a list, a long list of what we can experience. The Quran continues to make the case, so this thing will become very clear for us. Gives us examples. It's not just abstract. It's not just a formula or equations, but rather gives us a examples of a human being like you and I, who have experienced what the Quran is telling us. For example, we look at Moses and Aaron, Musa and, and his brother. 
What happens? They go through fear. قَالَ رَبَّنَا إِنَّنَا نَخَافُ They were sent to, to Pharaoh. And we all know Pharaoh, a tyrant. And they expressed, and the Quran recorded it, that we are, you know, we are fearful of what he might do to us. When we look at the Prophet ﷺ, just imagine, we all, those of us who are parents, he lost all his children except Fatima in his life, his wife, his beloved wife, and his uncle, and so on. You look at Ayyub, Job, you know, who became, he, he lost his family, he lost, but he became very sick. And the list goes on, you look at the mother of Moses, can you imagine you have a newborn and due to the dire circumstances, you have to give the newborn away. Probably for a mother, it is something that cannot, can, she cannot fathom it. Yet she had to do it. Mary, Maryam, just imagine a pious live among rabbis in a very conservative society and she got pregnant with no relationship with man, not marriage. I mean, just, and the, and the list, Joseph, a, a, a man comes from a legacy of family of prophets, Jacob and Isaac, his grandpa, and his grand-grandpa, Abraham, yet an innocent man, aside from his brother trying to kill him and a lady trying to uh, challenge his uh, uh, character, Yet he found himself in prison, and the Quran puts it underline, years. So I think you see the picture, brothers and sisters. The Quran goes from the macro and give us, telling us that prepare yourself for the trials of life, like these people. But if you notice, all these people, brothers and sisters, had a role to play. And you will see why I made the statement later on, inshallah. So, I think a lot of us, we find ourselves sometimes you know, stopping and thinking, why? You know, we are told that God is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Rabbul Alameen, He is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. He is the most compassionate, the most merciful. We are told, He is Al-Wadud. He is a source of love. That He loves them and they love Him. How can our creator, our maker, who is known for these superb divine qualities, yet put his creation into such experiences. I think, brothers and sisters, we can find this answer in this verse. It's chapter 21, verse 35. We test you through bad and good by way of trial, and to us you shall return. Now, this verse, brothers and sisters, it is deeper than the English translation. It has in it two important uh, 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 facts. The first one is that you will be tested, you will be tried, you will go through challenges and difficulties that we've talked about already. But in this verse, Allah adds something unique, fitnatan. Al-fitna here, not just trial. 
like some of the, the, the English translation, but it is much more than that. When we say Fatan al-Dhahab, you bring the gold from earth, that it is mixed with other minerals, other uh, uh, pieces of iron and so on, and it has on the dirt, and you want it to be that shining gift from heavens to us, which is the gold. So what do you do? You put it through a very harsh environment, a very, very uh, high temperature of heat and, uh, and, and a very elaborate process to cleanse it, to purify it, and to make it that shining piece of metal. So here the Quran is telling us the test and the trials and the hardship and the difficulties that you think about, it is for a purpose, is to for you, like we do for the gold, is for you to go through that process of cleansing and purification and improvement. And like the gold, you have a different grades. You have the 10 carats and the 16 and the 18 and the 24. So as life, we are like that. The trials of life, either it, you, you are content with the 10 or the 18, but ultimately, each and every one of us needs, wants to reach his maximum. So is the 24 carats is the maximum? That means you have to put more uh, a, a, a harsher and stronger process to get the goal to be the 24, so as the human being. And that's why you will find Allah subhanahu, the Prophet said, uh, and it was in Bukhari, who who will endure the harshest and the hardest trial and test? Are they people of God, the, the, the messengers? Why? Is he punishing them? A lot of times when we experience, we think we're being punished. These are the people of God. Why, why, why should they be punished? You pick any of God's people, whether it is Noah, Adam, Abraham, all of them, you will find them when you... When you Go into a micro level into the life, you'll find it a life full of that process. Trials and difficulties and challenges. One after another one. Not to punish them. But to cleanse them, to pu purify them. And to make them better and to elevate them. And to prepare them for, some, for what? Yes, I understand. Okay, this is good for that, but why? The Prophet ﷺ answered that beautifully. He said, and also in Bukhari, He said, work. Each one of you will be prepared to what is the purpose. In other words, brothers and sisters, each and every human being on this earth, as a matter of fact, each and every creation on this earth, it has a purpose. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it very clear that you think we've created you only for the mere of entertainment. Astaghfirullah. So each and every human being has a purpose. But to be qualified and to be able to carry on that responsibility, because when you have a purpose, means you have a responsibility. But to measure up to that responsibility, you need to be prepared. So the people of God, they were prepared. And that's why ashadul bala. The harshest and the hardest is those one who are prepared to lead humanity. They are the one who is supposed to bring about the change, whether it is in a community, whether it is in society, or whether it is in the world. 
and higher the responsibility, heavier the responsibility, guess what? The harder the camp that is prepared for you to develop you will be. So if, if, if I am to summarize, brothers and sisters, I would say life, and I'm using that so we can, we can, we can really wrap our mind about this, I wouldn't say mystery of life, but this question that, that always coming to us, especially when we meet and we, we face challenging and difficult time like now or, or any other time. You going to a boot camp, why you go to a boot camp? You go to boot camp because you know that you want to be at this level in whatever you are, whether it is a physical, whether it is for management, whether it is intellectual, whether it might be. Why you, we go to a boot camp? Because you know after a certain period of time, you'll be better. Uh, whether you are in sports or whatever you are, you go to the camp to prepare you for a season. The goal is for you to win a championship. You're not there just for entertainment. No, you are there for a purpose. So you go to the camp and you go to the trainers and the trainer, you trust them that these are a bunch of professionals. They're going to put you into a harsh and difficult trials and tests so you become better at the end of the boot camp, at the end of the training camp. For us, Life is that boot camp, brothers and sisters. This is what the Quran is telling us. And for us, the Lord of heavens and earth is our trainer and mentor and teacher. And that's why you will find most of the time, if it's not all the time, when Moses and Aaron found themselves in a pickle, in a predicament, what do they say? Right away, they didn't say, Oh Allah, no, they, because there is a difference. You will worship Allah, but our Rabb, the attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is the one to rear us, to attend to our needs, keep us in our minds. Like the father and the mother, Rabbul Bayti wa Rabbatul Bayt, they are fully aware of their children. They are fully aware of their circumstances. If they're sick, they attend to their needs, they take them to the doctor, all these things, right? And here, these giant people who changed history, like Moses, and his brother Harun, here they were very cognizant that, oh, oh, our Lord, you are attending to our growth. You are attending to our, they understand, they understood what's going on. But there are moments that we cannot do it alone. And then they turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the life goes on with many examples. And you will find all of them, they use the word Rabb. So brothers and sisters, I hope by now, we, the picture is clearer for us. Challenging time that comes in so many forms. It is not a punishment. But rather it is that boot camp that we talk about. It is the training camp with our Lord, our sustainer, our provider, our cherisher. Rabbul Alameen, the Lord of heavens and earth. He is the one who is help rearing us, helping us grow and preparing us for the purpose. As the Prophet said, each one of us has a purpose and that is preparing us for the purpose. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum udu'ullah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah alladhi kataba ala nafsihi al-rahma wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh 
Dear brothers and sisters, I hope in my first khutbah I was able to wrap our minds around a subject that we face day in and day out, the reality of life. We are created for a purpose. After all, we are Khalifatullahi ala al-ard. We are here to build ourselves and to build, to build earth. And we are here to make sure that we are measuring up to the purpose we've been created by using everything that Allah has gifted us with. Now, the Quran recognizes that we are a weak being and we need to be developed and recognizes that the phase they go through. At, you know, we've seen the Prophet, the Prophet when he lost his children, in my, my heart is full of sorrow. Pharaoh, I mean, uh, Moses and, and, and Harun, they, 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 were, they were scared and so on. So this is natural. We're not, we're not, super, we're not super being. We're not, you know, people with no feelings and, and we don't bleed and the prophet got injured in the battle of Uhud. No, this is life. There will be blood and there will be pain and so on. So the Quran is, 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 is a very real and, and, and if, if I may go through, very pragmatic but there is a red line. And the Quran paints for us what, what is the red line. We cannot cross. It is in chapter 12, verse 87. That verily none but people who deny the truth can ever lose hope of God's living mercy. So when life throws at you all these curved balls and you have to deal with it, you fall and you get up, you fall and get up. A believer does not have a choice. Fall and never get up. You will look around and you will find people who they give up. Either they commit suicide or they escape into the world of drugs, alcohol, try to hide from these challenges rather than embracing it and dealing with it like any champion that does preparing for a championship does in a boot camp or a training camp what do they do is either they quit by committing suicide or they escape it through other means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us in this in this verse that it's okay to be sorrow it's okay to feel the pain it's okay to bleed all this it's fine it's it's your nature but it is not okay for you to lead to 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 dip down to a level of despair where you look around and then all the windows and the doors of hope are shut in your face because that's not the truth and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says الْقَوْمُ and here he's bringing the word al-kafir al-kafir as we know it by now that al-kafir who is the kafir is the farmer why he is the kafir because what means Arabic linguistically means you bring the seed and then you tilt the soil on top of it so that's why when you tilt, when you cover something, you are a kafir. So here Allah is saying is you're covering the truth. What truth is I'm covering Allah? If I reach the point of despair, number one is you're covering that there is Rabbul Alameen. You lose sight that you are not alone. He is a Rabb. 
Like when you're at home and you have all these problems and you lose sight that you still have a father and a mother who are watching. They know what's going on. They're not going to let you sink and, 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 and completely, uh, 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 you know, lose it. No. And here, the first thing Allah is saying is watch carefully because if you reach the state of despair that you are at the point where it becomes so dark you don't see the truth. You don't see the reality of life that God, Rabbul Alameen, He still exists. And it means you're not left alone. As in the story of all the giant figures that we talked about, always Allah will, will at the right time. The second thing is, brothers and sisters, that the worst thing is that you go into a place and you lose sight of what is your role. We, we talked about a role earlier, right? I am a person of al-khair. I'm a person of al-salihat. I am a person of al-hasanat. I am a person that is a positive contributor. My fingerprints on this earth, I'm created for a purpose that I'm, I am that positive in whatever role that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chose for me. But the problem is when you lose hope, you lose sight of who you are and what is your role. In other words, you know, like you, 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 you know, you, 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 your eyes are covered now and you don't see who you are and what you are to do. This is the second thing is that, that it's very important. The third thing is when, 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 when you go instead of despair, also you lose sight of the resources that are available to you. We all have resources, whether it be it a, a, our own powers, whether it be it family members, whether it be friends, whether it be it a community member, they're always, as the Quran said, The meaning of this verse is only God knows who is there to give you the hand. No one knows, right? And I'm going to finish my khutbah with the story of Hajar because to me is, it is a glaring source of inspiration for all of us. What happened to Hajar? She found herself in a desert, nothing there, with her son. And she asked, look at, look at the, 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 when you are a believer, in spite of the dire circumstances, you don't lose sight. Remember how we said, she did not lose sight of what? She asked Ibrahim, this is your decision or it is my Lord's decision? He said, but my Lord said, okay then. She knows there is something, there is a role for her. Allah wouldn't, her Rabb, her Lord wouldn't just put her in a place. It was his decision. That means she's embarking about something big, something giant. And what did she do? She looks around, nothing. Her infant baby, toddler, can't do much. And what does she do? She uses whatever she has. Remember I said the second, th the, 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 the first one is that you are aware of God Almighty, you are aware of your Lord. She was aware of her Lord. Number two is she did not lose, she understood she has a role. She doesn't know yet. She understood that, she didn't lose sight of that because she never allowed herself to a, a state of despair. What the third one is, she tapped into her resources. She starts running back and forth. And this is what life is all about, is you exert all the gifts that God gave you, whatever it is. And then when you do that, when you reach, when you go to the extreme, 
why the water of Zamzam didn't come out after the first or the second round? The key is kadihun. Is there's an extreme, so we don't get lazy. Oh well, I did this. Oh, I did that. One time it didn't work. I give up. No, she didn't give up. The help from Arab does not come until you've exerted to the point that you're about to collapse. Then, because Allah, our Lord wants us to use the gift that he given us to its extreme. This is how you grow. This is how you get stronger. This is how you become more patient, more resilient in whatever. And we all know her story. She changed the world. So let us remember, brothers and sisters, what this life is all about. We have a purpose. Life is this boot camp full of exercises and tri trials and difficulties and hardship for a purpose. We shouldn't, no matter how dire the situation is, we shouldn't lose hope. Remember, let's, let's, because two options, as I said, <coughs> one option we give up, we throw the towel, and the other option is the people of God, they get up and they exert whatever they have because they know deep inside. Each and every one of us, we have a value and we have a role to play and we are on this earth and with the help of our Lord, our Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbul Alameen, we will able to reach our maximum role. So this way, when we leave this earth, we leave it in the best possible way. We fulfilled our goal and we reach our, our maximum potential. Let's pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to purify our souls to purify our hearts, to give us the wisdom so we understand this life that we live in, to give us the strength so then we can overcome the obstacles of the, that, that what we encounter in this life. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the character that we can face these challenges and remain strong in faith. And